This is Viterbi Voices. Coming to you from the University of Southern California Viterbi School of Engineering. We're here to give you the inside scoop about research, classes, student life, and so much more. All of these shared from our students, faculty, and other members of our USC community. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Viterbi Voices. My name is Paul Ledesma, Director of Undergraduate Admission here at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. And hi, everyone. My name is Emily Powis, and I'm a senior studying biomedical engineering. Well, this is a fun little episode for those of you that have uh, been following along this summer with NBC show College Bowl hosted by Peyton Manning. You may have noticed that out of 12 teams, one of the best teams in the entire competition throughout the entire run of the show was the USC team. And if you were paying attention closely, the USC team was uh, captained by one of the Viterbi School of Engineering students, Karin. And we took the opportunity after the whole show wrapped up to sit down with Karin and have a little conversation about his experience in creating Quiz Bowl, uh, Quiz Bowl team at USC, and then that Quiz Bowl team being turned into this College Bowl team, and then him being chosen as the captain of the NBC show. It is a super exciting mm-hmm. little uh, conversation about our little Hollywood star, right, Emily? I mean, oh, he, yeah. he's all Hollywood now, right? Yeah, like what I loved about this interview was um, number one, his answers were just like really interesting, but also he came into the interview with like sunglasses on. So he looked super cool the whole time. Um, And Paul and I are like hermits in our house. Like I'm underneath like five blankets right now. So it it was was cool to talk to him and also just hear about like what Quiz Bowl is and how like, I don't know how much like time he's dedicated towards these like B style like trivia games yeah it's 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 really cool if any of you have any type of interest in trivia or you're involved in uh, in high school like academic decathlon or any other type of like quiz type trivia experience this is a really cool episode to take a listen to i don't want to Mm -hmm. ruin too much um but if you've ever experience the spelling bee or the national geographic bee uh, any of those things you're going to enjoy this conversation i will give you a heads up uh karen is super cool and i we're not making fun of him by any stretch of imagination just super cool guy wearing sunglasses he was casual out in the equad during this conversation mm-hmm. he's outside and so the audio is a little less than normal and so i apologize for that um, but i think you're going to still be able to follow the conversation just fine but just as a heads up be ready for the audio to be a little bit lower on his end um, and we'll get out of the way you can listen to car and talk about the usc team uh, that took it all the way uh, to the championship at the nbc capital one college bowl tv show with host peyton manning so let's 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 listen to car How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing quite well. I'm doing quite well. Uh, I, I don't know uh, whether we've actually physically met in person, but I've seen your name multiple times. Oh, really? Yeah, we've definitely met in person, like, especially like when I was attending orientation here for the first time. I've Got definitely it. run into you a couple of times. Got it. Well, it's good to see you. And by the way, you're, uh, is this what happened? Our, our listeners can't 
see this, although we might want to put a screenshot of this up. You're like, are you all Hollywood now that you've been on a TV show that you just sit outside in, in your uh, cool shades? <laughs> exactly. I think that's the point. That's the point. That's the point. That's definitely it. No, you yeah. don't have to take them off, man. I'm not trying to make you self-conscious. I was looking, it's looking sweet. Basically, I'm jealous. I'm inside and I, I wish I was outside like you were. It's really good. Uh, Karin, hey, man, it, it, it's great to see you. It looks like everything's going really well for you. And, and I am so excited to talk about this whole experience that you have kind of mm-hmm. taken over gosh knows how long. I want to get all the details. But sure. before we do that, could you introduce yourself to the listeners? Maybe tell them a little bit about yourself and where you're from, where you went to high school, all, all that jazz? Uh, so my name is Tarn Menon. I am a 30-year computer science major. I'm minoring in applied computer security from ICC. I'm originally from Edison, New Jersey. I went to J.C. Stevens High School. So yeah, I came all the way across the country. Um, and I think other than that, uh, in my free time, I'm really into uh, trying new foods, uh, going on hiking, and um, listening to music from all around the world. That is awesome. So coming all the way from New Jersey, how did you find yourself at USC? What was that college search process like for you? A lot of our listeners are in high school. They're in the middle of that right now. So if you can, I know, I know it was long time ago, but if you could remember back and tell us how that process went for you. Uh, yeah, I, I think definitely like California is a, a big change of pace. New Jersey, New Jersey is like mm-hmm. a lot more fast paced than it is out here. But I, um, I think I really like liked LA and the USC community as soon as I came in. It's like a really like even though our school is pretty big, it's pretty tight knit, and uh, of course you can't beat the weather. Um, and I think I really found myself here at USC by involving myself in the community here. Uh, I think one of the main things that I did was I started a principal team my freshman year, and we uh, qualified for the national competition. Uh, which was great, and I really uh, found, and I used to attend a lot of like trivia nights at Rock and Riley's um, in the village. So I think yeah. those events really helped me uh, bring community, and also like gave me a good foundation for uh, college goal later on. That's awesome. Were you, were you always involved in trivia, kind of going through high school? Was that kind of your thing, or some people people did not want to play trivia games with you? Yeah, I've always been like a trivia guy, a walking encyclopedia. As some friends like to call me. Um, I think. My journey really starts when I was like four or five and I started competing in my first uh, geography piece um, from local geography competitions over there. And I ended up winning the 2015 National Geography Bee, but run by the National Geographic oh, wow. Society. Um, and then in high school, I was like, yeah, let me broaden my horizon to regular trivia out of history. And here I am. What, what what is the geography B? I mean, I'm imagining I, I'm imagining spelling B, but for geography is is that the simplest thing? Because this is something that's new to me, and I saw on your on your Twitter bio that this is a big part of your background. Yeah, so um, you can imagine it's like the the geography world equivalent of the spelling B. Unfortunately, the National Geographic B isn't as popular, but it did have like about 5 million contestants every year from around the country. Like you would start your school and you would uh, win your state competition mm-hmm. and then you would go all the way to the national. So it was, it was a pretty big deal. It took a lot of uh, preparation to get there. Um, unfortunately, National Geographic has made the decision to permanently discontinue the B, which is something oh. that I'm not very happy about given that uh, it's something that's made a big difference in the, in the lives of so many people. Uh, but yeah, like it definitely was a major part of my life. 
I even competed competed in the geography B at my high school. Really? Or, sorry, my elementary school, like very low yeah. level. We it was like mandatory. You had to go. I always did super badly, but I'm surprised <laughs> you've never heard of it, Paul, because that was like such a big part of my elementary school life. No, I haven't. No, really? now I want to learn more about that. Well, now I can't. It's gone. It's gone now. <laughs> so the competition is gone, but you'll still see like articles and videos of the beast. And you can look at 2015 Max of the Jackson. You can watch my whole video from uh, my eighth grade days. All right. Well, yeah, that's definitely oh, wow. what I'm doing this weekend. I'm pulling that up on the TV. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, how did you find yourself, given that you've always been such a trivia person, how did you find yourself studying, uh, computer science? Uh, so like I, as a trivia person, I have like a lot of different interests. Like obviously like, I think geography is probably my most pronounced interest, but like, I, I like reading about literally everything. And the thing that I like about computer science is that like, it's a tool that I can apply to solve, um, any problem, especially with, with AI ML, which is where I want to go to. It's like the future. I can apply machine learning to uh, geography problems, I can apply to healthcare problems. So even though like I do have computer science as a foundation, um, I can still like learn other things and then combine those disciplines together and solve and solve problems. So yeah, I really like, I view computer science as a tool which I can use to solve like global problems. Awesome, very cool. And so uh, you, you came to USC um and you started a quiz bowl team right away is that right yeah yes okay and uh t- tell us what that process is like what 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 does the quiz bowl team do at usc this is a, a an involvement that i'm assuming others can just jump into and, and join your team now yeah so uh, we are a registered organization people can join uh the way quiz bowl works is that like um it's a it's, it's a buzzer-based competition the similar jeopardy or college bowl but the way it goes is that, uh, like, the moderator will read these, like, long paragraph-style questions. So they'll start with a really hard clue. And as they mm-hmm. go ahead, they'll go to, like, a really easy clue at the end. And then both, like, both teams are, like, wanting to buzz in as quickly as possible and get the point. Oh. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, it's pretty, like, competitive. It's a, there's a major, like, feeling of rush that you get when you're playing. But it's a lot of fun, and you learn a lot in the process. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. I didn't think about this till right now, but imagine Emily and I are competing and you're the, you're the, the, the quiz bowl master right now. Can you give us uh, a, a couple questions that we were trying oh, to gosh. guess the answers to Emily, you ready to compete? Why do you have to do this to me, Paul? Because <laughs> you're the geography bee whiz from elementary school. Let's see what we no, can I do. No, I told you I was really bad. Well, it doesn't have to be geography. We can do whatever we want, right, Karin? So Karin, we're in your hands. Can you, any questions you can come up with that maybe you remember that we, you can see if we can go, go for? Oh, uh, sure. So um quizable questions are really long so instead of what okay. i'm going to do is i'm going to ask you some like regular trivia questions and uh see if you can get them so i'm in um all right how do we buzz in do we just say our name or do we say the answer so whoever says their name first i'll, I'll call on you and then uh yeah you can give your answer got it okay go for it this is not good paul is too competitive for me i'm very for competitive <laughs> <laughs> um let's start with the history question what U.S. president had the longest term of any U.S. president of any Paul. president. Paul. Okay. Uh, what's, what's your answer? Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Good job. That's correct. Awesome. And a full name, by the way. Extra points for the full name. Extra, extra points for the full name. Yeah, there okay. you go. <laughs> um. Okay, let's go to geography. This will be a little bit of a little bit harder question. What is the most populous? county in the united states the most populous county oh my god i don't know 
most populous county, meaning yeah. the most people like inside the most that people county. Inside a county. Most people inside oh. the county. Um, there are no negative points, so go ahead. Okay, Paul. Buzz in if you. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what the name of the county is. It's whatever county New York is in. Oh, that is incorrect. New York is actually in five counties, but oh. um, none of them are the top. I don't know. I'm just going to say Los Angeles County. That is correct. Good guess. Yeah. Oh gosh, yay. All right. Tied up, Emily. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tiebreaker. All right. Um, here's, like, here's a science question. Um, which Russian scientist is considered to be the godfather of the periodic table? Oh. Or like the father of the periodic Emily. table. Emily. Okay. Um, Emily, your buzz. Uh, Mendeleev? Yes, Mendeleev. That's correct. Okay, so cool. Look at that. You won, Emily. Way to go. And hey, points to Karin for coming up with random questions on the fly, man. That's way to go. That's awesome. (laughs) So Emily, you need to join Quiz Bowl team, it seems like. Oh my gosh. I feel like, so I was watching actually the championship earlier this week with some of my housemates. And it was kind of interesting because there are like eight of us and like collectively among us, we knew like maybe like 50% of the answers. We were like, oh, yeah, we're like so smart. We got this. And then I was like, wait, this is three people that know all of the answers, <laughs> which is just so crazy to watch. Yeah, it's definitely exciting. Um, I think there, like it was it was pretty tough for us. Too. There was a lot, a lot of questions that we did not know. But um, I think what works really well with our team is that all three of us have like our strengths and um, and interests. And like when we combine those interests together, we were uh we were really strong. Like for me, um, I think history geography is my strongest. I have like some random knowledge here and there. I think um, Brennan also has like a bunch of like random knowledge um, in different places. And and um, Anne also knows a lot of things, but her specialty was is pop culture. She's a like a cinematic mm-hmm. arts major. So um, yeah, like we had the academics down, we had the pop culture down. So yeah, I think our team had some really solid chemistry. So let's back up a couple steps. Um, we're jumping because you jumped straight to the finale. Thanks, Emily. But let's let's Sorry. go a little bit back a little bit more to you. You have a quiz bowl team at USC, and for for students that might be at USC or find themselves at USC, they can join it. And then, what's involved in being part of quiz bowl? What happens there? Uh, so quiz bowl is a very open minded club. Anyone can join. Um, like, if you're interested in joining, you can go to USC Quiz Bowl on Instagram, click the link in bio, and then fill out that form, and then we'll reach out to you with the details of our meetings and stuff. And um, in meetings, what we'll usually do is uh, we'll, we'll instruct our new members how, how Quiz Bowl works, like what the format, where um, uh, we'll also give them experience of, like, buzzing in, because that's something you need to get comfortable with. And then we get right to the questions. Every session, we'll, do, we'll read a, a bunch of Quiz Bowl packets, which have these talking questions are the ones that go from um, difficult to um, to easy in terms of the difficulty. And then uh, there are also like bonus questions in Quiz Bowl where you can collaborate with each other. So yeah, we run through these types of questions. Uh, it's really about um, building the strategy, seeing like who's strong in what category and also like um, ma- making, building the team chemistry over time because that's really important. Like when you're in such a high stakes competition, it's really important that you have an understanding of like what each player wants to do. And ultimately, uh, we look at the, we try to balance out our teams and we send whoever's interested in, um, we send multiple teams to these competitions that occur across Southern California. Um, and I think this semester, which is a COVID, we're going to largely stick to virtual competitions, but 
I'm excited to get back into in-person quiz bowl again. Who do you, who, uh, who do you guys compete against? Uh, so we compete against like pretty much every California school. So like UCLA, Berkeley, San Diego, Stanford, Claremont colleges, all those schools. And then, um, some UW and like some of the Canadian teams here and there. So yeah, so a lot of different, uh, highly competitive schools. That's awesome. And you said that you uh, right away uh, qualified for nationals. So I'm assuming that every time you compete, you're just you're gaining points or is, is that something that you do separately? Hey, y'all, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know that we have a number of campus visit programs available to you right now. If you want to check out what campus is like, if you want to learn more about the Viterbi School of Engineering, go to viterbi.link slash visit. That's V-I-T-E-R-B-I dot link slash visit where you can learn about our Viterbi visit experiences that happen on most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We have some virtual events that happen on occasional weekdays and occasional Saturdays. Plus, we have some transfer virtual admission sessions where you can learn all about how to get those courses ready for transferring. We want to meet you. We will have lots of opportunities opportunities to do it and it's happening all summer long but get your registration in now at viterbi.link slash visit hope to see you soon so like um each tournament is like different um so the, there are many different types of football tournaments but i think in college football there are two main national championships there's acf and then there's naqt naqt being an organization that runs high school and uh, middle school quiz bowl as well. So we actually won the uh, Southern California Regional for NEQT in our freshman year. And because we won that, we were able to qualify for the national championship in Chicago, but then COVID struck and we weren't able to go. But I'm definitely looking forward mm-hmm. to going some other year. That's awesome. And how did, how did, so the, how did quiz bowl turn into this TV show. Uh, and I, I want to make sure that maybe listeners don't know what we're talking about. So I'll give like a, a brief kind of description of, of what I think of what 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 I saw. And then you tell me how it all happened and, and what happened. But basically, mm-hmm. over the summer and culminating in just a bit ago, maybe a week or two ago, the finals, there was a TV show on NBC, uh, hosted by Peyton Manning and his brother. Uh, is it Cooper? Cooper? Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he and his brother host this show called Capital One's College Bowl and essentially taking this, this quiz bowl type format, trivia show format, and taking 12 universities from across the country and have them compete in a tournament. And I don't want to, I don't want to spoil where we go with this, but basically you guys did very well. Um, but let's, let's stop there. And, and how did you go from having your quiz bowl team to having – you're on a TV set, uh, a TV show set. Uh, like you're, you're, you're filming a whole show here with, with celebrities. What, what happened? Uh, so let me backtrack a little bit. Let's give some context about sure. what College Bowl is. So uh, College Bowl is actually a competition which has a lot of storied history. Um, back in the 50s after World War II, um, the military decided to have some like trivia competitions for uh, their military members. And it quickly became this, really big uh, trivia show on channels like NBC and ABC, like it was massive from the 50s to the 80s. And it was like um, mm. the first major quiz show for, uh, for college students. And, um, and, and this modern competition of quiz bowl is directly inspired by, uh, by college bowl. Like they wanted to take uh, the competition that was in this television format and make it into something 
that um, ordinary college students could uh, compete in ac across the country. Uh, but then what happened is that college, like the college bowl, the original college bowl, it died out, got discontinued. And then um, NBC decided to bring it back this year. And what happened is um, uh, the recruiters were, were reaching out to these different schools to see if they could find people. And I think they naturally came to uh, me and Brendan because both of us are on um, the, the USC college, uh, Quiz Bowl team. And um, yeah, they reached out to us via Quiz Bowl um, um, over Instagram. And then they were like, yeah, um, we're running our, a new trivia game show. Uh, fill out these forms, interview with us. And then, and then one day they gave us a call. They're like, yeah, you're selected for the show. Uh, but like when we were auditioning, we had no idea like what this competition was going to be like, who was going to be on our team. Like we literally found out about all this information when we were, uh, when we flew into LA uh, last March for the filming. What was the audition process like? Uh, so basically like uh, first they had us like fill this questionnaire with a lot of personal questions about ourselves. And then they had an interview, which was like uh, more personal questions, but then they also had this, like, uh, trivia test with 50 questions just to see like uh, your knowledge base and all and yeah that was that was pretty much it very cool so are you saying that so were you able to create your USC team or did they like were there multiple USC students and they just chose you three? Oh uh, yes yeah. so um, I, I really don't know what happened behind the scenes at NBC but uh, I know a bunch of my friends applied for this college bowl show and then what happened is uh, they randomly picked the three students who appeared on TV and we also had an, an alternate student mm -hmm. who came to LA with us as well. Her name was Astrid. She's not graduated, but yeah. Um, NBC was the one um, who organized the team. They're also like selecting me as captain in specifically. Oh. Oh wow! That's they super interesting. Yeah. Huh, I didn't know that. Huh. So you you have you got the magic touch. <laughs> you 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 got the uh, you got the face that sells the school, man. Yes. Thank you. All right. Awesome. So, so you take your team, you're now captain of the team appointed captain by NBC. Um, and you said you didn't know what was going on until you kind of arrived. When, when was this? Well, I'm just curious on the back behind the scenes stuff. When, when was all this filmed? Uh, so they, we were here in, um, in LA in downtown LA for two weeks. So they flew us out in February and because like COVID cases were a lot worse back then, uh, they had a quarantine in the hotel and they tested us every two days. And then the first week of March, they actually took us into the studio a couple of days and, we filmed your episodes there. Wow, cool. Where, where did you film? Uh, in downtown or are you guys in Burbank? Uh, it wasn't downtown. It was like this LA, Cent LA Central Studio. I think that's what it's called. It's, um, yeah, it's oh. like between downtown and USC. That's awesome. And so you, you walk into, I, I'm so curious on like, you're, you're now a television star. Like you, you walk <laughs> into the studio and what was that like? Did you get to, you got to meet, I'm assuming you got to meet the the Manning brothers and, and I'm curious what they're, what they're like. They seem like the nice, nicest guys in the world. Uh, so it was, it was a spectacular experience. I remember walking into the set for the first time. I really liked the set. They, get, they had this whole like classroom vibe going on and there were like these bookshelves with like random books and like a uh, globe. And then there was a random um bust of abraham lincoln on the walls there so i liked it it was like something we got to explore yeah. in the breaks and everything as well and as for uh the manning brothers um you would like even though they're like massive celebrities they're actually like really nice people like in uh during all the breaks and even before and after the episodes they would come um they would approach each of us they would remember our names and they would talk to us and yeah they're, they're really humble really sweet people so 
I really enjoyed like getting to know them over the first about one week. That is great. That's really good to hear. And you had, you had 12 total teams that were competing in this tournament and uh, you guys, how many matches in total did you guys have four? Uh, yes, we had four matches. So yeah. I think the first round it was like the 12 teams had really like those 12 teams. And then from there, they chose the top eight. So they chose like, um, and there were like three episodes and then they chose like the top finishers from all those episodes. And, um, and then there were a couple of wild cards, which included Columbia, who end up to win the competition. And then from there on, they had yeah. a quarterfinals and then a semifinals and then finally the championship match. That's awesome. And who did you, who did you guys compete against in all of your competitions? Do you remember? I know it was a while so ago. Our, in our first round, they, uh, they really wanted to exploit this, the rivalry. So they had us against UCLA <laughs> in the first round. Yeah. And that, that was an exciting game. The first game against UCLA, um, it was pretty tight. They were leading ahead. And then finally, in the last round, we were able to power ahead. And then um, based on the seedings, we actually got placed against UCLA again in the quarterfinals. So we right. had a rematch. It was, it was a more decisive victory for us. And then we moved on to semifinals, which were against Alabama. And then finally, uh, against Columbia in the final round. Hey everyone, this is Paul. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know about a new feature we just unlocked. It's about sending us questions or comments via text. If you go to your podcast player, check the show notes. There's a link there that says, send us a question or comment. It may be on our next episode. So go in there, send us a little quick text message. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your comments are. We'd love to hear from you. So we can't wait to see it. Now back to the episode. So beat UCLA twice. Yes. Just want to be clear about that. That, that, that was the, the clear statement that came out of this, that faced UCLA <laughs> twice, beat UCLA twice, uh, and then went up against Alabama, handedly beat them. And then going into the final, you're up against Columbia. And uh, you USC, your, your team that you led, USC's team, was the highest scoring team in the entire tournament going up to the championship. Is that right? How do you feel about yes, that? Yes, you're the highest scoring team. Even if you add our final points, I think there's only like a 15-point difference at the end. But technically, you, you still would have the highest points of the entire tournament. But it, it was pretty exciting for us because I think initially, like we started off at like the fourth seed and then we move on to the second place and then the first place. So we were like gradually like moving up. Um, we were actually the only team that was undefeated going into the championship. So um like there were a lot of like, there was a lot of support uh, on USC side, which was amazing. Uh, but it was also like quite nerve wracking because Columbia was like comeback squad that came from like being a wild card to being in the championships. So it was it was a really exciting uh, battle in the post, as mm-hmm. they termed it. Yeah, they they also you you guys started out your championship match because um, you you were winning in the beginning, so they even came back against you guys. Uh, so they just kind of were the Cinderella story throughout the championship. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were leading, they came back, and then there's there this round called the two-minute drill, which is basically the round that counts the most. It's like they re- they have this category, they read you as many questions in the category as possible within two minutes, answer as many as possible. I think I did really well in that round. It's just that, like, Columbia, they moved really fast, and they already had, like, a slight advantage in terms of points. So, yeah, they ended up um, winning in the end. But it was, like, it was a pretty neck-and-neck game. Uh, I think I made a couple like silly mistakes here and there, but I had a lot of fun and I'm, I'm just really proud that we made it that far. 
No, it's great. Emily, did you notice uh, Karin's pretty competitive, just like me, that the, the multiple points he's described throughout the competition where he says like, well, you know, even though we lost, we had the most points of anybody. And by the way, we're the only ones that were undefeated, actually, going into this whole thing. Like, it, oh, you see, there's a little moment there. Very important, important things to recognize. <laughs> Absolutely. This is kind of weird, but so like I'm a competitive climber and I'm just kind of thinking like climbing is a very niche sport and quiz bowl is kind of niche, too. And I was wondering, like, do you guys like warm up before you like have your rounds? Like, because it's obviously super nerve wracking. Like, I don't know how I would handle being on such a large television show. Um, so actually what happened is like the show, the episode themselves are like one hour. So like the real, the filming process for one episode would take like four to six hours sometimes. So, oh my gosh. Uh, wow. Like they would take us to the studio early morning. They would spend like an hour just like, determining what our wardrobe would be they actually bought like a bunch of usc apparel for us to wear which is really nice oh my gosh. uh and then and then they would have us in, the, uh, in a waiting room for a long time and i think that's where like we were able to like mentally prepare ourselves like we were, we were taking naps we were just like talking together cracking jokes here and there like we weren't really like studying or practicing trivia but we were just really like um making the most of the moment and having a good time together and i think that's like what really got us like calm and in the zone for the actual game. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And is there like, so in the cli- the climbing community is pretty small. So like when I go to these competitions, I always run into people I know. Is that kind of like how it was at the quiz bowl, like competitions and at college bowl? Like, did you recognize other people on the team? Oh, uh, good question. So I think, I think quiz bowl is also, um, is a pretty tight knit network. Like I think because of all these competitions, I know people from all over the country. But um, it's still like a pretty mm-hmm. vast network. So um, I actually did not know anyone coming into uh, the competition except for Brendan because he was on the football team. But even like Anne, I, I was meeting her for the first time as well. So it's nice like getting to meet people mm-hmm. from your same school uh, who have like similar interests as you. Yeah, it's cool. When, when you look back on this, you talked about like, mistakes that you made. Are, are there certain questions that are just popping up in your head right now uh i remember this is a side story like i remember uh, a friend of a friend of mine uh was on college jeopardy i think like a long time ago and she still remembers to this day the question that knocked her out was like who broke the land speed record and so like consistently in her head chuck yeager like comes into her head over and over and over again and it's kind of this running joke whenever we see this person we're like chuck yeager <laughs> so is, is that is that kind of haunting your memory right now and questions that you didn't get right so uh, i actually got two questions incorrect about barack obama so i guess for my next trivia conference i had to read more about him uh, i think in the okay. final match there was like a question where we got like three books and then we had to choose which book was was by uh, Barack Obama. I think the answer was The Audacity of Hope, which I've never read, but definitely going to give that a read sometime. And then I think the other question was like, it was talking about like um, a sport that, that uh, like, like Barack Obama, like set up a court for this sport on, uh, on the tennis courts of the White House. And I thought that tennis courts, that's pretty simple. The Nets are similar to volleyball, so it's probably volleyball, but then it was basketball. Yeah, basketball. Like he's really famous for playing basketball. So I guess that was like a silly mistake on my part. <laughs> I would have guessed pickleball, so at least you were closer. <laughs> that's what the U- that's what the UCLA people guess. Oh, don't you're thinking like UCLA, <laughs> I'm like, come on now. <laughs> come on now. Okay. Well, um, so awesome stuff. The the championship, we end up 
losing to Columbia, but you did very, very well. Again, most points all the way through. Um, is there talk for uh, another season of this next year? Or do we know? Is this just kind of like done now? Or how, how did NBC and, and you all leave it? So, um, yeah, NBC makes the final calls. But, like, I think the, the decisions to renew the seasons are based on, like, um, the ratings and the n- number of viewers. Yeah. And I would say, like, College Bowl already had a pretty disadvantageous spot. We were placed at 10 p.m., which is quite late. And we were right after America's got talent as well. Uh, but oh, even yeah. then, we had, like, over, like, 2 to 3 million viewers for each episode, which is quite impressive. I think a lot of, the, like, the gurus in the entertainment industry say that, that uh, College Bowl is coming back. But we'll see. Uh, it'll be really exciting if, if they do bring it back. Yeah, I feel like you have redemption. Like you got to come back and, and win it. You got you, you got uh, some rematches. You got to take take a hold of, right? I, I don't know if they'll bring me back on College Bowl again. If they do, that's amazing. Uh, but if not, I know USC is full of a, a lot of really bright students. So I I have no confidence that USC is going to win the whole thing someday. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I I was uh, thoroughly enjoying all of the social media buzz as each episode mm. was coming out. I mean, like. USC was tweeting and posting about it. Like you were jumping on board. That had to have been exciting to be kind of like a mini celebrity in the moment. Yeah, it was, there was a lot of buzz and it was just really exciting, like seeing the amount of attention that we we're getting. And I, it was really nice seeing like the USC accounts also like ha- uh, having some fun and they were like uh, posting some rival tweets against both UC- uh, UCLA and Alabama. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was like, that was really funny to watch. And uh, I think in general, there's been a lot I was really like impressed by and grateful for the amount of support that I got from um, the USC community as well as outsiders. Like there were a lot of posts going up on Reddit uh, about us and uh, some of my, my, of my four former professors, they reached out, they were tweeting and I even saw your tweet as well. Uh, so thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it, yeah. it really like makes me proud to be a coach and like really uh, makes me feel like I'm part of a family here. Well, you are, man. And it was so fun to watch you all mm-hmm. take this team kind of all the way up to the top there. It was it was really exciting. And I think, you know, I mean, just 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 being there in general, it would have been making everybody proud. But the fact that you took it all the way to the championship and and fought really hard was uh, was super exciting. And so I, I I loved it. I thought it was fun. I am super, super excited about what might happen in the future. And I think it's just kind of cool to get that name out there and, and to talk about USC in, in a completely different fashion, uh, specifically what maybe a lot of, a lot of other engineering students may think about as, as something to a get involved in and be like, look how cool it is. It's uh, all of a sudden you're, you're a Hollywood movie star now or TV TV star. <laughs> I guess. Does this help with like your recruiting for new members in your org? Can you be like, Oh, we were on NBC's college bowl. Like you should join our team. Yeah. So actually a lot of people have reached out to me on campus. They're like, yeah, you're the kid from college bowl. And like, I also tell them that uh, and they're like, how, how can I get involved? And I, I say that I run the quiz bowl team at USC. Oh, awesome. You can come and join. And uh, I've also been posting like information about, uh, about college bowl on um, the USC quiz bowl account and Instagram. So uh, like if you wanted to tune into the show and what was happening with USC specifically, that was the place to go. And I think that helped our team as well because it helped create buzz around the Quiz Bowl team and also and also like the students at USC who are part of this effort. Very cool. Uh, I have one last thing I want to close out with you, but Emily, do you have anything else that you want to ch- chat with Karen about? 
no, it's just so it's so cool talking to people about like their little like interests and passions at USC because I feel like every student has like something that they're super passionate about that's totally like off brand or totally different from engineering. Yeah. So I love hearing like what you like to do and how like every student has something like that and how your team went like literally to the highest level. Totally. Which is awesome. It's it, you know it's funny we we get this question so often like what's a typical USC student like? I'm like, there's not an answer to that question. I mean, this is, this is a great example of that is that there's so many different types of people doing so many different things um, that to me, that's one of the coolest parts about USC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And I think like my message to people and with Turvey in general is that like engineering is really exciting. Like you guys are going to be like the future scientists and technologists of tomorrow. And you're going to do huge things. I'm I'm, I'm sure of that, but that, that doesn't mean like you need to make your life fully engineering um i think mm-hmm. it's imp- uh, i think it's important and also very possible to pursue an interest in other fields and um I, I i don't specifically even look at it as taking time away from engineering i would say like having these other interests can actually enhance your engineering gives you like a wider perspective of the world and uh, like if you want to be the people who solve problems of tomorrow um who solve like those grand challenges that we wrote about in our uh, application essays then I think it's really important to know about humanities and all these other subjects uh, together. Like, um, I think it makes you like a, a wise um, individual. It's always great to have perspective and experience in other disciplines. Yeah, I can't agree more. That's a great note. My last thing I want to end with you, Karin. Uh, not a quiz set of questions, but a bunch of questions that we've been doing a few times with some people that we're interviewing called lightning round. Okay. So lightning round question. First thing that pops in your head, I've got about 10 questions sure. for you. You ready? Okay, here we go. Start the lightning round. Uh, texting or talking? Talking. Favorite day of the week? Friday. Favorite city in the U.S. besides the one you live in? Uh, New York. Nickname your parents used to call you? Uh, they call me Karania sometimes. Okay. Awesome. Uh, the last song you specifically went to your phone and like searched for to play. Uh, I would say fountains by Drake. It's on the certified lover boy album. Oh, look at you right on trend. Uh, would you, would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Oh, speak every language in the world for sure. All right. Favorite holiday. Uh, Navratri. It's like this, um, Indian festival, which has this big dance celebration called Garba. I love it. That's cool. When is it? Uh, so it's like a nine-day festival. It usually happens in uh, September, October. So it's actually going to be falling uh, during our fall break. All right. It's coming up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How long does it take you to get ready? Uh, like, depends on my mood. Sometimes like five minutes, sometimes like 30. It really depends on my energy. Wait. Did you say the difference was five minutes to three minutes? To 30. Oh, to 30. 30. Okay. And then what's the mood that triggers it longer? Good mood or bad mood? Like, what do you mean, depending on your mood? I would say, like, depending on, like, whether I'm sleepy or, or not. Like, Got it. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> scale of one to ten, how good of a driver are you? Eight. Eight. Okay. Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is? Uh, a throwback classic. Whoa. Throwback. Wow. At what age do you want to retire? Um, pro- so, probably, like, 65 from like a tech job but then i kind of want to like do work do something fun like teaching after like i officially retire so i don't know maybe i'll work the rest of my life okay okay invisibility or super strength oh uh, invisibility i like being a selfie 
<laughs> and final question is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers <laughs> no <laughs> all right buddy hey man you were great i really appreciate you being here and doing this with us and and also letting everybody know about opportunities at usc and again congratulations on taking the team all the way really appreciate it you really made everyone at usc and the viterbi school proud and thanks for joining us today yeah thank you thank you so much for having me uh, i'm really thankful for the environment to have here viterbi and uh, fight on fight on buddy I was just wondering, Paul, this is random, but sure. have you ever considered doing trivia? Have you done it before? Uh, trivia. I mean, so I like trivia and I feel very confident in trivia because there's just my head is randomly filled with random things. Mm. Um, and for me, it's it's probably about a it's a coin toss. It's a 50 50 experience on when I do trivia, whether I'm really good at it or really bad at it. It's just like where the where the gears line up, you know, mm. like what the questions are versus what I happen to know. Um, like with our little trivia test, like I was really confident. And then there's a question I'm like, oh yeah, the periodic table. I don't know anything about that, but you did. Right. I feel like he was kind of lowballing it to me. So I'd win. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think he was just pulling off of his head. I love like uh, there was back in the day uh, when I had a social life, um, like pub trivia nights, those are mm -hmm. super fun. And uh, I know a buddy of mine, and I would always go to a trivia night and our point of pride was that we didn't have a team. It was just the two of us and we would play against teams of 10. And it was always <laughs> like, would we get into the final? And we won one night. We won one night. And wow. I feel I still hold on to that because it's just the two of us and we can pull in some random knowledge. So we have a good alignment of, of our gears and random, you know, U.S. politics, U.S. history probably a better subject of mine uh, than like science, for example. So mm -hmm. I think that was evidenced in our question of FDR versus the periodic table. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. My history is lacking. I like history. I just don't remember the names, which is a big part of it. Got it. Got <laughs> it. No, I'm, I'm in on it. Um, and I think that has to do when I was a kid, I remember trivial pursuit was a kind of a common game that my parents played. And I always wanted to be with the grownups. Um, mm -hmm. you know, like there was always like kids doing things in the other room. And I was like, Oh, let me play trivial pursuit. And I never knew the answers. And so I think it was a constant, like, I'm going to know these answers. So I think I, mm -hmm. I probably worked hard to be stubborn and, uh, try to memorize <laughs> trivial pursuit questions that were by no means anything I should ever actually, you know, know. Uh, but, uh, I, I love, I love trivia. I think it's a fun, fun thing. Yeah. Do you play trivia games at all, like with friends or like, do you have any like stuff like that uh, game nights? Well, for SC Outfitters, I'm, I, I'm membership director. So I have to put on a bunch of membership events. Got and it. we recently did our first social, which is super awkward to plan. You know, I'm trying to plan something that's like going to be as least awkward as possible. Yeah. I ended up doing a Kahoot trivia that was all like outdoor national park themed. And it, I think it went really well, honestly, no. like people had a really good time and everyone was in like little groups and stuff. Um, and some of the questions were really funny. So I thought, it was well, here, here's a trivia question for you. Who oh, started no. the national park system? Which U S president? No, Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, okay. I was somewhat close. You were close. It was a Roosevelt. They were like cousins. If I remember correctly, I should have just said Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah. But then face. I would have said, which one, because uh, it's a very distinct question. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I was in your wheelhouse. Actually, National that's Parks. so easy too, because Teddy Roosevelt, like 
I know that is Teddy Roosevelt. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So good times. Yeah. I was looking at oddly enough this morning, I was going through our Microsoft teams thing, which so, you know, a little bit of admission here. I'm not comfortable in Microsoft teams. I'm really trying to get comfortable. In, do you use Microsoft teams at all? I use the planner. I don't know if that's the same thing. Yeah. I, yeah. We use planner, right. And, and yeah. together we use planner as well. Um, but MS Teams is something entirely different uh, because, you know, we're on Slack and we're on Zoom and we're on Planner and uh, supposedly in a perfect world, MS Teams brings it all together. I just, it's clunky to me and it, it, I'm really forced trying to figure out how to mm -hmm. figure it and trying to figure out how to use it. Um, if anyone out there from Microsoft wants to jump in and give a tutorial, mm -hmm. one, A, that's great. B, you shouldn't have to give a tutorial <laughs> on software. It should just work. Um, I mean, remember... I don't know if you had this, but I remember when I got Slack for the first time, I yeah. actually got it because I worked at a climbing gym when I was 16 and they used oh, okay. Slack, which is actually really like fast thinking for a climbing mm -hmm. gym. It is. Yeah. But I remember being extremely confused. It did not make any sense to me for so long. Yeah. And it has a big learning curve that I think a lot of people are like, it does. Slack has overcome USC this semester. It it does. Yeah. I mean, I we started using Slack. I don't know, a long time ago because the VSA was saying, Hey, we should use Slack. <laughs> mm -hmm. I forget what, I forget what year that was. Um, anyways, I was playing around with MS teams and they have like these little add on apps and one of them is trivia. Uh, oh. so like you can have your like meetings and throw trivia into the meeting, um, inside of MS teams. And I thought that oh, was fun. fun. Completely unrelated of... to this episode. Yeah. That reminds me, my dad just got a Tesla and he's super into it, but it Which has model? random. Oh, I'm not a car person. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's are, smaller. It's smaller. Okay, so yes. it's like, it's it's the smaller one. Yeah. Like it's a Model 3. Okay, yes. But anyway, he loves all the little add-ons. Like there's a fireplace mode. Mm -hmm. There's like a Santa game. There's like this mm -hmm. one where you can put like a fart cushion on whoopee each person's cushion. seat. Cushion. Yeah, whoopee cushion, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's so fun watching him nerd out about those little add-ons. <laughs> you have no idea when we got our Tesla. I have, I still to this day, just play with it nonstop. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it, what's fun about it is that each software, you become like extremely upset. I'm obsessed. Well, first of all, when I ordered it, and then when I got it, I was obsessed with the Reddit boards. And I, I had this like insight into what high school students do on Reddit when they're like looking at college applications. Cause like you have no insight into what's happening with Tesla as a company, like when you're going to get your car, you're just, it's mm -hmm. like a black wall, but you have people guessing, you have people like trying to figure out whether you're going to get here, there, whenever, when you can approximate your delivery date. And I was totally like a high school student, like on Reddit every day, like seeing updates, who got cars, where they get cars, how did it happen? And I'm still checking in on that Reddit board every once in a while. And it's mostly just like people excited about ordering their car and getting it. Um, but what's great about it is that what your dad, we should tell your dad is that he's going to get obsessed with software updates. Like when's the next software update coming? Because every time a software update comes, something new will start to appear in your, in your car, some sort of new technology at bare minimum. It's always like updating stuff. Like I remember a couple of months after I had my Tesla, my range oh, with a software update, my range increased overnight. Like, Oh, you got 15 extra miles. There you go. Because it just, wow. they increased their efficiency of, of how it was running. Um, but you know, recent ones like 
you can all the streaming platforms like they just added disney plus under the streaming platforms mm-hmm. you can watch disney plus while you're sitting parked and new games my my daughter loves it when we go somewhere and we have to wait in the car because she goes oh i could play a game uh and so she jumps on to like fallout shelter or she jumps on to um i don't know the drawing game is always fun there's a, there's a sketch oh, pad yeah. thing that's yeah. fun sometimes we'll play like little little games inside of that um and then yeah, all the all the all the noise effects are uh are very very fun and, and getting good at using them especially when you can use them outside your car has he done it outside the car oh my dad's really shy he would never do that i once like oh, yeah. tried to do it as a joke and he was like no 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 stop like stop right now like oh, i don't want to see the consequences of having it to- was great i used something i can't remember I think it was the La Cucaracha sound like like that. I, I, I had to pick up my wife. Like my wife was at like a friend's house oh for like an all, it was all the wives, all the moms were having like a dinner and McKay and I went to go pick her up and we pulled up and I, and they're out on the patio. And so oh, I pulled no. up and I went, <laughs> the, whole, the whole neighborhood turned because it was super loud and the best part about it was they all come out there going and I, I could just hear my wife from the patio of, of our friend's house going oh my god they're like what was that and like oh my god that was my husband oh my god as so I just totally embarrassed her and the best part is that people are walking by this neighborhood like we're in Hermosa Beach and these houses and this, this guy come out and goes was that your car sweet man way to go like everybody was loving it and, and she was embarrassed it was it was phenomenal. So your dad definitely needs to do that. Oh, to like, it's a total dad move. Got to embarrass uh, the daughter or the wife with loud noises. I feel like my dad's go-to. So my parents are super outdoorsy. Um, and so like my dad's go-to is like whenever we're hiking or in a national park, like we'll be just doing our own thing. And he'll come up behind me, like grab my shoulder and he'll be like, what are you doing? And he'll like pretend he's a park ranger. Oh, got I, it. That was like his go-to. That's his go-to. He's like, stay on the trail or like, I don't know, stuff like that. <laughs> Well, he's got to look into taking the Tesla camping now because now you can hook up tents to the back and you can use camp mode and you can be in air conditioning and sleep all night. Oh, that's really fancy. Yeah. We've been living in squalor compared to that. (laughs) No, it's great because it's got the 50 amp plugins at most campsites. So you can plug in the car and charge it overnight, put in camp mode and it keeps that car like air conditioned uh, at a certain temperature all night. It's fantastic. Oh, cool. We'll have to do that. Yeah. And then Googling all the like Tesla, like stuff you can buy for the, oh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a rabbit hole, man. Oh, I've been, I, mean, I, I shouldn't you, give him this idea. You shouldn't have triggered me to talk about Tesla because I can go on for way too long and it's yeah. way embarrassing. Um, I see a similarity between you and my dad right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's addicting. And, and, and it's to the point where like, we're looking at Oh, should we get a second Tesla now? Like what's our next car going to be? I think it might be a second Tesla. And I'm totally in on that. Nice. Also, you def. I think this has confirmed that you would definitely like the Peloton because my dad loves it too. Probably. And I think, yeah. I just don't like cycling. Like I, like that's I not a thing for me. Too. They have yoga on the Peloton. Yeah. But I do that already with my fitness plus on Apple. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Which by the way, uh, you can't see it, but I think one of the reasons I'm super tired right now is because I did a really hardcore hit workout yesterday that was like, I don't know, a million squats and like squats into jumps, like squat jumps. Oh, yeah. And my legs today are like killing me. I'm in a lot of pain and I'm very uh, achy and I'm just, I'm such an old man. It's not helping. 
Yeah, I feel you. You're like, no, you don't. Like, whatever. I'm young and pliable and I work out a lot and it doesn't hurt no, me. Oh, I feel this actually reminds me a couple of weeks ago, we had our first climbing team practice and mm. I was, I coached the Tuesday practices and I put this core workout that's called five minute core destroyer. And I did it for a whole year. I would do it every day for like 40 five to- minute core destroyer. How can it's you five minutes your- straight and then five minutes off and you can repeat it as okay. many times as you can. Okay. And so like I started, I did this for a year. I started off doing it just one time a day and that was awful. And then I would like, I moved my way up to doing it like eight or nine times every day. Um, And I would do it during Zoom class and stuff. Um, But yeah, I, so I haven't done it in a while, Um, but I like caught all the climbing team people up there and we had 70 people at our practice Wow. and they're all new to climbing. And I was like, all right, we're going to do this workout. It's called five minute core destroyer. It's like super chill, like no worries (laughs) at all. And everyone just died including myself it was so hard and i was like dang dang i totally i love how you call it it's five minute core destroyer it's (laughs) super chill like well why do you call it a core destroyer well i got it from this other workout and that's what it's called so i know i'm just saying like you're trying to talk it down a little bit and like you can't you call it a destroyer do you ever go to you ever go to sender city here by one yeah i've actually been to sender city like is that what's called sender one i don't know what's called so the gym is called Sender One. You get okay. Also, people should just look this up. It's really cool. But the gym is called Sender One. It's in LAX. And then there's a place called Sender City. That's like the kids area. Yeah. And during quarantine, it was closed. But my yeah. friend worked there, so I climbed there. And we would warm oh, up cool. in Sender City. We would just do crazy stuff. We'd be the only people in the gym, and it was so much fun. It's so cool. We went for a kid's birthday pre-COVID, and um, I had forgotten about it because, of course, everything shut down. But now it's like, oh, I wonder if that's back open. And I, because I remember, I think it walking, is walking. Yeah, we went to the birthday party in Center City, which is the kids area, and I, I climbed it. I, I thought it had a good time. Like it's I went so all the fun. way up. Um, and um, I looked to the actual climbing walls, and those are intense. Like they're huge. Like the upside down ones. And they you saw like, my world. That's what I love to do. That's what you love. That is nuts. I can't imagine doing that at all like i just can't i mean maybe it's something i have to try but i remember getting up one and i my hands got sweaty and i slipped that's why you have chalk yeah so that's that's the thing you have to get used to Mm -hmm. oh speaking of working out uh goat yoga remember we had multiple (laughs) conversations multiple episodes about goat yoga i don't know whether i brought this up but um we i had a mom and i remember this mom follow me on twitter for one of the info sessions and i'm not on twitter right now so i can't remember her name but I remember her following me from one of the info sessions. Turns out she's been listening to the podcast. Turns out she listened to our podcast about goat yoga, went to Twitter because I, in the podcast, I said, I put a picture up and she, she replied to the post of the goat yoga picture saying, I'm just here for the goat yoga pics. And I was like, oh my God, I could see this whole journey. Cause I remember when oh she came God. in for the info session. I remember when she followed me, I guess she's been listening to the podcast. So hi out there who came to Twitter for goat yoga. I, w- I probably should have had it up so I could say hi to her actual account, but she was listening and, and went to the Twitter account, like followed it all the way across to, to check out the photos of goat yoga. So we've got some, we've got some hardcore listeners out there. We were not joking when we said this would become a goat yoga podcast. <laughs> we are back. We're back. <laughs> all the way back all right well wow we took this we took this long and in in the multiple directions uh and of course you triggered me on things that i just love talking about that no one else loves hearing me talk about so thanks uh anyway uh i hope you're having a great week emily and i hope to see you sometime soon and um yeah 
I hope all of you out there are having a great week too. Let's let's get out of the way and let's uh, we'll see you all next week or I don't know we're putting out what how many episodes per week now I shouldn't say next week two. next time. Yeah, Emily's Emily's killing it with our podcast producing two episodes per week and we've got so many lined up. We have too much content. It's good. Me too. It's a good it's a good problem. See y'all.